0: Thanks for listening to the Friday Live Extra from NET Radio, a weekly podcast featuring arts and humanities in Nebraska and an online-only feature we produce in conjunction with our weekly radio show, Friday Live. I'm Genevieve Randall. This week on our Extra podcast, I'm joined by Allison Gaines, who is here to talk about a Kearney Symphony Orchestra concert happening on April 27th called Love Stories, Old and New. Hello, Allison.
1: Hi, thanks for having me on.
0: It is nice to have you on the podcast this week. And we should mention you're also not only music director and conductor for Kearney Symphony Orchestra, but you're also assistant professor of orchestra and bass at the University of Nebraska in Kearney. So is this at the UNK Fine Arts Recital Hall or is this at Merriman?
1: This one's at the Merriman Theater, largely because the stage is bigger. This is our first concert all year where we're combining winds, brass percussion more than just one or two wind players. So the biggest piece we're doing with that is uh, Tchaikovsky, Romeo, and Juliet. We don't have quite enough space for as many strings as we should have. The students really wanted to do it because we were supposed to do it last year on this same concert and it got canceled. And they are willing to give it a shot with a reduced string section. I'm sure Tchaikovsky is rolling in his grave (laughs) we're going to do
0: it anyway. Everybody has to find um, new ways to make things work these days. So I'm sure he'd be understanding. I think he would. Well, in addition to the Tchaikovsky, Romeo and Juliet, there's some more in the old category, I guess with Mendelssohn, we could put him in the old category, right? Classic music by Mendelssohn.
1: Right, a fine romantic composer. Um, With this one, this is another carryover from last year's concert. We have a student concerto competition winner who's going to play the last movement of the Mendelssohn Violin Concerto.
0: Well, then on the other side, with Love Stories Old and New, there's some new music. And I'm including Gershwin in new because he's 20th century. And since I was born in the 20th century, everything from the 20th century is still always going to be new. I don't care.
1: I grok you if you've ever any Robert Heinlein. So yeah, this Gershwin—you could say it's a new arrangement too, because it's an arrangement for um, brass and percussion of *American in Paris*. It's a challenging arrangement. And we've been challenged by a lot of absences. So I got to be honest, I'm going to have my fingers crossed a little bit on the Gershwin. We feel like we want to go forward with it. We've put a lot of work into it. And we're going to hope some of our members get well very soon.
0: Yes, absolutely. Well, in addition to all that, you have a world premiere on this concert that you've managed to come up with here. Tell us about that.
1: Last year, I talked to our board of directors and said, you know, how about if we commission a composer to write something specifically for us, and who better than our own in-house Anthony D'Onofrio, our in-house conductor. And um, he was good enough to take some scores that I had of pieces that I felt we had performed well on, including that saxophone concerto premiere we did. And look at that and consider like the strengths and weaknesses of our group. Um, So he ended up writing this piece for solo trumpet, uh, woodwinds in pairs, so like eight woodwinds, two percussionists, and strings. And as soon as he told me what it was orchestrated for, I said, that reminds me of Ives' unanswered question. And he said, yeah, it's a little bit of a Acknowledgement of that. The tonal language is not like Ives at all, but something about the format of the piece is where the trumpet kind of seems like a lone voice. It's usually playing totally by itself, and occasionally maybe one instrument will join it in these very free open sections it plays, and those are interspersed with full orchestra answers. And he has pitch collections in the solo trumpet parts that are then heard those same collections of pitches and intervals in the orchestral parts. And then we come back to the trumpet and, you know, and we move from there. It has some Ives unanswered question elements about it um, in its format, but the tonal language is much different and
0: more contemporary. Some unique texture, it sounds like. You know, this is the second time in as many weeks that I've talked with someone who is performing a world premiere and by a composer who's from right here in Nebraska. I wonder if you could tell our listeners anything else about Anthony D'Onofrio or his music. What has been your experience since you've been to Kearney with his music? How many other pieces of his have you heard? I think people, you know, look at Nebraska and think, how many composers do we even have in Nebraska?
1: He's gotten stuff played in a lot of places internationally. The other thing that I've really respected and loved about Tony's work here is that he has uh, had a contemporary music festival. He wasn't able to have it this year, unfortunately, but he's had a great contemporary music festival and not unlike his abilities to compose electronic music and orchestral music and a lot of different mediums. Um, He does the same thing with the um, new music festival. So when you go to that, you might hear an electronic piece, you might hear some live performance, you might hear a mixture of the two. Some of the pieces will have a theatrical element. And I feel like in a way that shows that not only is he open to all kinds of media being used in um, contemporary music, but he's also really well versed in all these other styles of contemporary music. And that's probably my favorite thing about him, among the many things.
0: As just a reminder to listeners, um, tell us a little bit about your orchestra, who is in it, and maybe how this concert in other ways will be different in light of the pandemic.
1: The spacing of the orchestra was interesting in that we have community members. Some are paid, some are volunteer. We have uh, students, and we have some faculty. So it's an eclectic mix of players. We only get the one night of rehearsal per week, and it's kind of a long one. So whenever we have a quarantine or an illness, that means that person, in a sense, misses rehearsal for two weeks. So that has made preparations really tough for every concert. But this one seems to have been more difficult in some ways getting us all together with it. I am really lucky to have the faculty members that are in the group. Um, they, They provide so much guidance. Our principal trumpet as an example is the band director at Hastings High School and he's a fine player. That's part of the reason Tony wrote this piece featuring principal trumpet was he knew he could depend on Aaron. But we also have Aaron's experience as a conductor you know leading our brass section so i so depend on these community players and these faculty players to help me move things along and i'm really lucky to have them
0: and the trumpet player you're referring to is aaron beave is that correct yes i remember aaron
1: he's such a huge asset to the group we're really lucky to have him heidi farrell our oboe teacher is kind of leading the woodwinds fearlessly and um, Dwayne Bierman is leading our percussion section, so we're, I'm so lucky to have them here.
0: Well, the concert is Tuesday, April 27th, and that is at the Merriman Performing Arts Center at 7.30 p.m., Kearney Symphony Orchestra, presenting a concert called Love Stories, Old and New, with Allison Gaines conducting. Allison, it's been great talking with you about this concert.
1: You too. And if you can't make it there, tune in for our live stream at unk.edu KSO.
0: The Friday Live Extra is a weekly podcast from NET Radio, production help from Dave Hughes. Our theme music is by Alexios Anest. You can learn more about people and groups involved in arts and humanities in Nebraska by listening to Friday Live, broadcast statewide each week on NET Radio, streaming audio and video online at netnebraska.org, and also available as a podcast. I'm Genevieve Randall.